You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello. Real quick, before we start this episode, we do these podcasts to have a little fun, bring a little entertainment and lightness to your day. We don't take ourselves all that seriously, but we definitely take our business serious. Um, At Stateside Management, we represent music producers and mix engineers alike. This is a call to arms to anyone that's in a band or is a solo musician, an artist, and you're looking for a collaborator on your your record or your EP or your single, uh, you know, just drop us a line. We're here to help, whether it's mixing, mastering, producing, or you just need someone to have a you know a consultation, an objective, outside perspective. You know, maybe approaching music from a different uh, different angle under a different light, and you need some help. Um, that's what we're here to do. So, you know, we want to keep making great records for you guys to love. Um, so, yeah, feel free to check out our website at statesidemgmt.com. Shoot me an email anytime, james at statesidemgmt.com. And the other thing is that please, please, please share this podcast with all your friends, your neighbors, your family members, anybody that you think might enjoy this. Um, yeah, and the other the other thing that would really help is if you guys leave a review, make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast and that it automatically downloads every episode of release. The download numbers and how you rate the podcast and reviews really, really matter. It's the only way that we can let iTunes know that we really exist and that they give us a fair shake. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart for even checking the show out and supporting what we do. We love you very much. Welcome to the Stateside Podcast. It's a fresh Wednesday night. The clouds are a-brewing out there. It's a nice, cool, balmy night here in Portland, Oregon. Tonight is just Andrew and I. How's it going, Andrew? It's going good. Good. Neil can't make it tonight. Fuck so, yeah. Neil. So we got two dudes. Two There's dudes hanging out two with dudes a in a room. backwards hats. You know? Two dudes with yeah, backwards hats. We're 34. And I think you're 35. I'm 35 well. now, okay. man. I'm turning 35. Dude. The wrong side of 35. Yep. Dude, I'll be 35 in July. How about that? Yeah. We both have tits. Both Wait, was it April for you? Is that your birthday? Yes, sir. Oh, that's right. Down in... Uh, oh, that's right. You went to San Fran. Down in San Fran going to see some soul wax. 
amazing show, right. by the way. Yeah, I bet. Fucking I saw the killer. video. Isn't that crazy? Their, crazy. their setup? Their live so setup? fucking rad. And, like, <laughs> kind of simple, too. Yeah. I mean, not, not, let me take that back. Not simple, like, what I well, could just do, but basic, like, you know, doable for a band. Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. Sounded fucking fantastic. I love when... So, oh. I love when bands. I mean, you know, like when we saw Auto Lux back in the day at Burbati's Pan. Never, Do you remember? I, I they, wasn't there for that. It's like simple, you know. They're like, co- like columns of light that they probably made. Like the drummer put some Christmas lights around his fucking kit. Yeah. Like just no, like really simple. The one in my shit. head I always re- reference or like is um what that was really simple was Shiner at the yes, um, Oddfellows. Oh yep. Remember With how simple that was? Bright lights and a couple of bright lights, yeah. but like uh, in the background, they had a couple of like strips of wood, which like yes. lights going through the fog, like stuff you could buy at Home really, Depot. Really fucking awesome. Yeah, really simple. I remember, remember Botch? They had that designated light guy. Oh yeah, it was like a member of the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would just like fucking freak out and headbang, and he was in the band. Yeah, just I always liked that they incorporated that. him. Yeah, that that's way. smart, man. Just it is smart, dude. Super into the fucking lights and the show, and because it showed the whole energy. Yeah, you remember he was the singer of that band Himza. Do you remember I Himza? Name. I know the name. I don't they're, know the they sound. Really, our cup of tea, but yeah. they're like super metal from Seattle. Super metal. Fucking metal from Seattle. Well, this coming weekend is Mother's Day. Ooh. Yes. Is that the? Is that the thirteenth? I can't do math. Today is the. Today is the ninth. So yes, the thirteenth. Tookish. Well, uh, happy Mother's Day preemptively to all y'all out there i had my first job at joanne fabrics i was working the first sunday it was mother's day oh yeah uh, <laughs> oh my god we had, we had what a, hand, a day to work there we had uh to hand out roses they give us like buckets of roses to hand out to all the people or just women what the fuck yeah it was awesome it was awesome <laughs> you're like hi i'm a degenerate little shit hi i'm 15 here's a rose <laughs> that is a meat were they real roses yeah that's pretty nice yeah they, they ran a tight ship there yeah, man. I guess. Mothers run tight ships. Oh, God. They do so much. Especially our day. They get away with a lot more, I feel. Yeah. They, you know, get the wooden spatula to your ass. Oh, yeah. They kept us in check. Yeah, man. Now, I know. I was watching this shit. Um, this family who, they so their kids, they have three kids, and their kids don't go to school. It's called non-schooling. So they okay. don't, they, so they don't go to school, but they're also not homeschooled they just don't have any school and they allow it's like the opposite of how me and you grew up they're completely in charge so these kids decide what they're going to eat so like they decide what's for dinner we're going to have spaghetti with peanut butter on it (laughs) like literally literally, that was a meal on the show and the mom is just she's she thinks she's like this open-minded kind of hippie lady you know and she had some decent points like do they really need to learn geometry? And the answer is yes. But you know what I mean? You know, like a lot of public school is kind of bullshit. We both know that. Yeah. But you got to have something. Some sort of structure. Right? Some. That's right. You have to learn how to get up early and do things you don't want to do. Was this in Southeast? <laughs> I don't remember where it was. Might as well have been. Some crystals lying around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, these. they're setting these kids up for absolute failure. Especially when you're a kid, man. I think, I mean, I don't know. You do need some structure. You need to learn need how to... some structure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even, like, my parents were, I'd say, kind of in the middle on keeping me, like, disciplined with schoolwork and stuff. I mean, they definitely didn't let me pull everything I wanted to pull. I mean, they, there was a lot of discipline. But 
like with schoolwork and stuff, you know, they, they basically at one point they just were like, just please at least pass these classes, you know, don't just completely give up. But I do sometimes I am jealous of like Ashley, you know, her, her parents have very high standards. Like oh, you yeah. at least shoot for an A. Like you're God not going to be in super <laughs> trouble, but go for it. Like we're expecting you to. We're yeah, expecting that, that. That's a lot. Because we know you can. But the thing is, Ashley loves school. And she was really proud of all that time. And Ashley's one of the hardest workers I've ever met. Mm-hmm. It rubs off. I don't know. And like, I don't know. I just think that there's something to be said for that. Like my sister, Sarah, and my brother-in-law, Josh, they, they're they really cool their kids, too, because that's how they raise them. Like, they're in charge. The parents are in charge. There's We're not debating anything here. You're an eight-year-old. This is what we're having for dinner. <laughs> exactly. Right? You know, like, they're, they're, what are you talking about? And it's just, it's really frustrating when you see parents not even try. Because well, you're, you're really not doing your kidding. Especially if the kid's a little shithead. Mm-hmm. He needs more structure than any other, other fucker out there. By the way, this is coming from two guys in their mid-30s with no kids. How about that? Not going to ever have a kid. What, what do you think about that? Maybe I'll get another cat. You don't think you ever will? I mean, it, who knows what will happen, but um, yeah. I don't see it you're happening. You're not seeking it out. I'm not seeking it out, and... I don't think my sperm works too well, actually. <laughs> We've killed it all. <laughs> it's a bunch of Homer Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, if if we do have babies, they're going to be the dumbest babies ever. You know what? I, w- I have a fear. I think mine will come out a little Down syndrome or something. Right. I just have a bad feeling about it. So <laughs> that, that's my you birth control know. plan right there. <laughs> I know deep in my balls that it's not going to turn out good. Yeah, like if you do end up with a girl that wants to have kids, you just tell her that. Like, I just have this feeling. It's going to be down Deep with the and, syndrome. Yeah. We can have this fucking kid, but it's not going to go well. And I will not be responsible. No, I am I am a absentee yeah. father. A seven-month abortion. A seven-year abortion. Seven-year. But, uh, yeah, no yeah. kids. Uh, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's not for everyone, you know? It's not for everyone. I mean, it got me thinking, like, because Mother's Day is around the corner. There's so many, just, we know so many people that had kids, and they're so young. You know, and, that would suck. <laughs> I know. When they're 17, or, God. My yeah. sister Sarah had her first kid when she was 19 years old. That's tough. Yeah, I bet. But, you know, she's she's one of the rare, strong few that, you know, she embraced it. She turned into it. Mm-hmm. And just kicked ass at being a mom and for the benefit of them now you know they're in their late 30s and they're almost done raising their kids or they're getting close you know yeah for and sure. that's that's rad so now they're gonna they have money and the whole life ahead of them without kids in the house yeah still pretty young that's it's pretty cool. awesome yeah so that is that's another yeah. benefit whereas if we have kids we're gonna be old dads jesus christ yeah, it's funny, like, uh, comedians we follow, like, Joey Diaz. Yeah. He just had a kid, like, three years ago. Like he's, like, 50. Yeah, he's, like, 50. Yeah, didn't uh, Bill Burr have a yeah, kid he when he was, like, 42, 43, something like that? Like, just, like, like two years ago, or yep. less than two years ago. And yeah. He's, uh, or even, like, Tom Segura and like Christine Brzezinski. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're younger, actually. Well, but she's in her 40s. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. I think she's probably 41, I think. She's pretty cute. Yeah, she's great. Have you ever seen pictures of her or videos of her like back in the day? Well, she's like goth, The right? real world days? Oh, no, I haven't. You haven't? No. Dude, you should up. look that up. <laughs> it's crazy because she's so like dinky and like a total different version of her. And she and she's, you know, she's young. So like she says some embarrassing shit, but she was like 21 on the show. It's so funny, though. 
for those who are wondering, we're talking about your mom's house podcast. Hey, that's a fitting name for this show. Your mom's your mom's house. There we go. Highly recommend that podcast, y'all. Yeah, there she is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's nineties as fuck. Nineties like as fuck. <laughs> that haircut. Yeah, that, like um Drew Barrymore kind of. Yep. There's a really funny video of like, you know, when they all meet for the first time on the show and they're in Hawaii and they start the, their first challenge was to like do high dive into like a pond in the jungle or whatever. Yeah. And she's like super worried about it, you know, but she keeps pushing her limits and they jump higher and higher. Pretty fucking funny. Push I mean, yeah, that was like mid nineties. I want to say long time ago. The fucking nineties, man. Oh, the nineties. So, you know how we always talk about 1994 being the best year of all time? Yeah. For everything. <laughs> like everything. The apex. Well, it, I mean, it just keeps happening. And it might be just because we talk about all the time that I'm now noticing it. Uh-huh. But either way, it, like it's just, it's so much stuff. Every, like, like movies, movies, bands, genre defining albums. Yeah, like exactly. Every fucking level. It is nuts. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, I've, I've heard other people talk about it as well. Something special was happening. Something special. I know. The stars just weren't aligned. Stars were aligned. Um, what's the, what was like the youngest mother we knew? Like out of our friends? Yeah. We were like, who was the one that had a kid really, really young? Um, uh, I don't really know. I don't know either. There was someone I was thinking about earlier I wanted to talk about because it was really young. Really young. Really young, yeah. Like right out of high school, I want to say. So she might have been 18. God, who the fuck was that? Well, anyway. Anywho, um, yeah, I want to chat about a few interesting and funny stories about about moms. About oh. my mom, about mom. Ashley's mom, my, my mom mother-in-law. Talk. Mom talk. We'll call this Welcome. mom talk. <laughs> James and Andrew. Thanks for joining us. A little mom talk. By the way, we're drinking tea right now. Yeah, I got pinkies in the air. Pinkies Acting in the air. Real proper. Yeah, mother little, mother taught us good. Little doilies and frilly things all a, around us. I got a doily. A doily. Hey, I went shopping today. Did you? I went to the fucking mall. I never go to the mall. Lloyd Center? Uh, Clackamas. Whoa. Stays white out later. There. It's weird, right? The mall? <laughs> Especially weird. like old dudes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like people who like work out at the mall. Just oh, speed walk around the mall. Geez, I mean, might as well. I mean, I, yeah, I like people sense. watching as much as the next. Yeah, me too. I like to go to the mall. I'd always go during Christmas. I go one time. Ashley will never come with me. She doesn't understand it. She's like, that's <laughs> so stupid. That's so busy. That's like the worst time to go to the mall, you idiot. But I always go every year just by myself. I go for like 30 minutes. Yeah. I get a cup of coffee and I just walk around and then I leave. Nice. Because it's just chaos. I, I love, love that. Yeah. 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 I'm a fan of that. Why'd you go? Uh, well, I was actually with my roommate. He was getting some suits. Because he has a internship, but um, I found some. Uh, do we? I wasn't int- intending. Yeah, do cool. we? I wasn't intending on buying anything. I usually never do, but um, I found some good deals. Seventy nice. percent off some Levi's. Woo. I'll take it. What store? Macy's, babe. Macy's, baby. Are those your fresh? fresh I'm, wearing, jeans? I'm, kick, I'm breaking them in. Ooh, they look hot. Ooh, I thanks. need to get some new new pants. New pants. What is uh like the first memory of your parents? Mine? Yeah. First memory? Um, I remember being Some in a high were... chair. Yeah? And I remember, like, making a face because I was hungry. I was waiting for food. Really? And they were just, like, laughing at my face. They were just sitting there like this. Like, oh, wow. 
So you're like a little dude. Yeah, in a fucking high chair. That's crazy. Um, also, I think when I first started getting my memory, it was when we traveled down to Southern California to visit my grandma and mm. all the family down there. And I guess it was just because, you know, it's like a new experience. It's just like a whole different climate. And like yeah. The sun's out and stuff that kind of like different world kind of woke me up or like, you know, yeah. generated memory. So okay. I remember a lot of that. Yeah. I remember like just images. Like, yeah. A couple frames. Yeah. Like my, my parents in the context of my grandparents for some reason, because they were always around. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of similar. stuff. I remember a 4th of July because it was my birthday. You know, so I think that's some, why I probably remember some good cake. Yeah, the, the ironic thing, by the way, about that whole Fourth of July thing, as a kid, I was really, really scared, really scared of fireworks. <laughs> so imagine that. That's why I'm so fucking neurotic. Yeah, it was just the worst. <laughs> My birthday was the day where loud things were happening all around me, and I hated loud things. Then later in life, I love fireworks. Yeah, love fire. I became love a drummer. Drums. Love fire. Loud sounds, bright loud flashes. Sounds. Worked at a rock venue for most of my twenties. Doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe that's why. Grew out of, or you, you faced your fears. You, what's you one? Overcame. What's a mom story that kind of stands out for you? <laughs> mom story. Your mom's awesome, by the way. Yeah, she, she was always so sweet to us. Yeah, she was nice. We we're little assholes, man. Yeah, she had no reason to be. Uh, we, we weren't making too too much trouble in the house or anything. Yeah. It's just weird. There's just a lot of us, you know. <laughs> we were like. Just a, a rain cloud moving through. I mean, yeah, you're right. And when, because when she first met us, we were still good kids. Like we weren't doing drugs early enough. Yeah. yeah, we were just a little scared. But uh, my house wasn't one of the hangout houses, though. It'd be different for. It like, was when your parents were gone. <laughs> oh yeah, for, well yeah, there was that side <laughs> later of, on for sure. But uh, while they were there, yeah, there was no. It wasn't the hangout house. I always go to, to you know across the street to Dylan's. Right. Yeah, I love that you grew up across the street from Dylan. Oh my god, it's, it was fucking fun, man. I mean. How like how long were you across the street from Dylan? Um, how old well, were you? I think he moved in when in seventh grade, I believe. So yeah, was like ninety five. When he moved in, yeah. He moved where in was he before that? He was uh, not too far, like in kind of near where Aaron lives. I think, like kind of other Newberry side area. Of the, yeah, yeah, closer to there. Right so on the other side of that Cornell shopping center or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Burgerville. Dude, speaking of your house, and we'll get back to the mom thing. We just keep going around because that's what we do. So you got to ride with us, motherfuckers. That's that's what this podcast is. You got to sit in the pocket with us. Buy the ticket. Take the the anal. Take take the. What'd you say? (laughs) Take the anal. Take the anal. (laughs) Buy the ticket. Take the anal. There you go. Hunter S. Thompson said that. (laughs) I always forget I have a giant Hunter S. Thompson tattoo on my leg. I always forget it. It's on your calf. Yeah, it's because it's part you never see. You know, dude, you should just wear like a. I never wear shorts. You should wear, just cut off one pant leg and just show <laughs> just, that off. Just one? <laughs> yeah. Just show that off. Well, every summer I'll get like, yeah, bro, from like across the street. I'm like, what? Like, HST, bro, Gonzo. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Cool, dude. <laughs> so funny. Um, it's a pretty badass logo. Yeah, it's the best, dude. It is. So it's a dagger, for people who don't know. It's a dagger as the arm, and then that turns into a fist. And the fist has two thumbs to to nice. represent freak. Yeah. The freak flag. The freak party. And then in the center of the fist is a peyote flower. God damn. It's fucking red. And then across it says gonzo. Anyway. But yeah, I was going to say how epic those parties were between your house and Dylan's house. I mean, I don't think people understand. We had a house party that expanded 
two houses across the street from each other that took up an entire city block. Fucking, uh, our friend, Mr. I was calling Timothy. Okay. They were on the fucking roof of my house. Who? It was Tony. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were on the roof just fucking around. I don't know how they got uh-huh. up there. They found a ladder or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how the <laughs> cops were called. He fucking rolled off the roof. Like, I has, like, one of my friends was, like, coming to the front door. He's like, <laughs> are you all right, man? <laughs> That's, like, out of a fucking movie. Yeah, it's, it is. It's like, it's a, like American Pie or something. Yeah, some exactly. <laughs> fucking Dazed and Confused. Yeah. It's a Richard Linklater movie. God damn. Yeah, we tore it up, man. Especially at, up. at Dylan's house, man. He could smoke inside. God, that was fucking awesome. That's, Dude. like, a real fucking party. Yeah, the the best. I um, I still want to write that screenplay. Suburban Gold, late nineties. Yeah, man. Summer of the White Pony. I've always wanted to talk to Draper about it. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Would be the best. Deep Well. Um, we keep going all around the place. Um, yeah, I have a few. Like, I have, one of the funny things about my mom. Hi, Mom, if you're listening. She is, because she listens to everything, which is rad. Supportive. Supportive, I know. The Loving best. and supportive. Yo, and that's like the, little Sue. Yeah, you know that about my parents. Sue, they were yeah. so supportive. Oh, the best. The best. The best Super. on the block. Yeah. And the funny thing about them, too, is like they ended up adopting all of you guys, too. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You guys were over there all yeah, the time. Come over and have some Feed cereal. You. Yeah. More than enough cereal. More, A lot of cereal at the Mac fam, yeah. the Mac house. I really appreciate it. Uh, my mom is hilarious, though. She, she, um, in no way is this saying she wasn't a good mom. But when we were really young, she she was so like open minded yeah. that she would allow us to watch like The Exorcist when I was eight years old. <laughs> you gotta and, love that, yeah. Yeah, and like then looking back, I tell people they're like, "What the fuck?" Nice. Yeah, like the craziest shit. And she would just the thing about my mom is she's so curious. She's one of the most curious people I ever met. Mm-hmm. And that that's definitely where I get that from. And she's very intellectual. She's really well read. And so I don't she's too smart for her own good. Like she didn't even process that, that might not be a good movie for a little kid. She just thought like this is such an Expose interesting thing. I want to share it with Yeah. She do that with music, other crazy movies. Um yeah, it's just you know a different time too, I think. Like I would have Coke every morning as a kid. Oh, not shit. cocaine by the way, but Coca-Cola. Yeah, there's a couple of lines in the morning. There's a couple, just couple, just couple, bumps. <laughs> couple bumps. Cut you up a bump or two. Just get me going. A little baby bump. But like, like so unhealthy. A can of Coke <laughs> and you're nine. A bowl of Cheerios. Oh, just sugar, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's one. The other cool thing my mom would do, she referred to them as mental health days. Uh-huh. So if, you know, like when you're in, especially when you get older, junior high, high school, you have those days where... You just simply can't do it. You just simply can't go to school. You just yeah. simply, you wake up and you're like, fuck that. <laughs> and so usually what other kids do is they fake their fake being sick. Yeah. Or they come up with somebody or they ditch school, right? They break the rules. But I didn't have to do that with my mom. And yeah, it got to the point where. Pretty honest. And yeah, we were just honest. She wouldn't like allow it all the time. Yeah. But once every blue moon, she, you know, I would just go upstairs and be like, Mom, I can't. She go, all right. She gets mental it. health day. We go out to lunch together. She, you know, should should we go out in the town? That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was the best. That's really cool. Yeah, and it really like relieved so much stress. Cause being a teenager sucked. <laughs> it was fun as fuck, but still, just middle so much school pressure. sucked. Uh, high school is better just because I was able to 
well once i started driving i just stopped going but <laughs> yeah i mean i think i agree i think like eighth but those eighth yeah, those and ninth grade tough years. were tough yeah really tough and i wouldn't trade that for i wouldn't go back to that for anything <laughs> i mean as much fun as we had i really liked later high school I re- we definitely yeah. had a ton of fun then lots of fun because you, you start finding who you are you know for sure more confident all that but yeah i just think that my mom really allowed me to find that out which is such a gift and so many parents don't do that you know yeah i I don't know which is better i mean it's good to like instill discipline and yeah like my my mom was more willing to do that than my dad (laughs) my dad is really more of the like i don't know what to tell you sometimes life sucks you just have to do things you don't want to do sometimes you know and i i be honest yeah i like that yeah, but I think that's also like a father's role. You know, that's what that's what men are supposed to do. That's what dads should do for you. They yeah. should and they should be that example of like uh, of rock, you know. Uh-huh. Um and and mom should do that too, but I think my mom was just more interested in being nurturing and there for me. <laughs> you know, like and Well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just different. Good cop, bad cop. Kinda, yeah. A little bit of that. But then at the same time, my mom would is the bad guy. They, they switch. They, yeah, they fucking switch. And then my dad's oh, the you, good guy. You think you got us figured out? Yeah, exactly. That's why they're good at it, man. Oh, oh. parent combo duo. Yep. 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 My mom has some really funny stories. She she cracks me up when. Uh... <laughs> so there's a story of my mom pushing a shopping cart. She was going through a grocery store. Yeah. And. She was with my little sister Haley, I think. I think. Anyway, and you know they're going through the store. My mom feels something sticky on the handle of the shopping cart. Yeah. And so, for some reason, because she's so curious, her curiosity takes over process sometimes. So she put her finger in her mouth to taste it. Oh my god! And then she went, ah, "What am I doing? Like <laughs> this is super <laughs> gross." I always think of that. Like, it's just a hilarious story. <laughs> Because it's such a small thing, but it represents so much. Yeah. You know, like, ew, this is gross, but I'm curious about this. So I want to find out more about it. You got a little ahead of yourself. Yeah, you get ahead of it. (laughs) And that's like me to a T. I do that kind of shit all the time. And Ashley would just sometimes watch me like like she's watching a wild bear. She'd just look at me and like... <laughs> the thought process, yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a chimp in a cage or something. Taking she's notes. like, why are you doing the thing that you're doing that way? <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe I should make toast this way. Or like, what the fuck I'm doing? It's so stupid. Yeah, people do things different. Mm-hmm. I think the funniest thing in my life that I've ever seen was um, we wouldn't... For Joe's bachelor party, we just went out to the coast to his uh, grandparents' house. Yeah. Anyways, I think Austin was with us. Well, he was with us. Anyways, we're throwing a baseball back and forth. And Austin didn't know how to throw a baseball. Oh, he my God. He catapulted it with his hand. Like, like you like push a, it? Like a shot put. He pushed like it. Like the Olympic thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I left. I was on the fucking floor Did dying. he ever figure it out? Yeah. We, I mean, we taught him right away. But I didn't know that. Like, I only saw that, like, in movies or, like, the Sandlot, you, you know? You like a girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know there's people out there who don't know how to fucking throw a baseball. <laughs> That's weird because Austin kind of grew up a little athlete kid. He, he did play uh, baseball. But he played but soccer, I think. He played baseball for like a short time. He got oh, hit, that's right. He, he got hit in the face with a baseball, so oh. he quit like immediately. But Right. That'll freak you out as good. Oh, for sure. That must have hurt like mother- motherfucker. Yeah. But anyways, that was the funniest thing. One of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. Threw it like a fucking catapult. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> Shot put. It is funny how like, you know, everyone... This is going to sound stupid, but everyone moves in their own way. 
Yeah. You know, like Josh, remember how Josh as a kid would, like a adolescent, he'd walk pigeon toed. <laughs> he'd, he'd like turn his feet in and do this weird way of walking because he thought it looked cool or something. And it was always the funniest thing. And I, I never knew why he did that. And he still to this day doesn't know why he did it. I think the best is uh, Joe's burrito eating. Joe's burrito thing. Joe and the burrito thing. And um, how he would always spit out ice. Spit out ice? Why? <laughs> He'd be like at Taco Time spitting out he ice all over the place. to have all over all <laughs> yeah. public restaurants. That's right. It'd be like ice flying by you. It, just, it was normal. And totally normal for yeah, this we, kid. We just got used to it. Yeah. So for those listening, because everyone's listening, because this is an audio-based show, James. Okay. So imagine, imagine eating a burrito and you're holding it the normal way. Well, Joe... Would like how do you explain this? You like cradle it and then so like this thing. Your what do you call that? Your radial bone. Radial bone would be like curved. Yeah, towards so, yourself. So like the back of your hand, almost like your corky. Yeah, like your cor- like you're coming doing like a retard. Move. Like the the back of your hand is pointing towards your chest. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Does that make Pretty sense? Much. So, and that's it, how he would hold it's a burrito. Like a whole another sixty degrees that doesn't need to happen. Yes, he would rotate it to the left. Like if you're with your right hand, he would twist yeah. to the left, inward. And then you'd even bite and, it weird. And you'd bite it sideways. <laughs> but it always made sense because he never spilled a goddamn thing. Yeah, maybe Meanwhile, he's ahead of his time. we were eating it like normal people and spilling beans all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is interesting how people do things. Um, Everyone's a little quirks or whatever. Yeah. Kitty quirks. And like the strange fears that kids have. Yeah, and everyone was different. Like I said, I was afraid of loud things for some reason. Like I hated thunder and lightning. That was the other thing. Oh yeah, super pho- like really, really phobic of that as a kid. I, I got that hated a couple it. times. Yeah, I think most little kids do. But I mean, it was like bad. I fucking run to my mom crying, and it was so bad. <laughs> like fucked me up, man. But you know, everyone's different. Like uh, I remember Stefan; he hated heights so much. That's one one time we went to the aquatic center. We were really young, like eleven. Yeah, yeah. And we're all jumping off the high dive. That's pretty high, too. Pretty fucking high. Yeah, that's pretty fucking scary. I, but then... I had to work up to that one. Old Steph Dog was jumping off, like, the middle one. <laughs> that really wasn't all that high. Still pretty high, though, for a Still kid. Still pretty high, kind of. And, and he was just so scared. I mean, he kind of, like, started to cry a little oh, bit. Shit. And as a kid, that's, like, <laughs> such bad news, you know? But you're a kid. That's the, the shitty thing about being a kid, is you can't control your emotions. So you're gonna cry. Yeah, you have like no but, previous experience. But the other thing is, kids around you don't give a fuck. And oh they're no, so they're mean. cutthroat. They're cutthroat. They don't. They don't have any patience for that shit. They'll call you a crybaby, as we did. You know, like it's so everyone just made fun of him. So, uh, yeah, I can't show any weakness. Yeah, it's like yeah, there's God, nothing you could do it. about it. He was scared. He yeah. was a little kid. <laughs> Ugh. And it's funny when you're that age or any age. You know, because you're pretty self-aware when you're, say, 10 or 11. Or even when you're 8. I really remember being 8. Yeah. I remember thinking things and, like, you know, processing life in my own weird kid way. And so at the time, you feel very self-aware. But then when, you know, now that you're older and you look back and you're like, you were a monkey. You were a, you had a monkey brain. You were oh, not even a real fresh person. Fresh out of yet. the box, yeah. Fresh. An infant. Just a little sponge. A little sponge. Picking up any little thing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's good to fucking like, join like a baseball league and stuff like that. Just totally get all that stuff down. I did kung fu for a couple. couple you did? Of years. Yeah, I don't I, think I knew that. I'm a fucking yellow belt. Here. When you were a little kid? Yeah, but it kind of helped. It still. I did taekwondo. Kind of helps you out with balance, right? Yeah. I mean, you kind of know your body a little bit better. Balance a little bit. 
and the, and again discipline like showing up on time and exactly. learning something exactly yeah get that routine going that, that's still with me to this day you know oh the practices other, and shit the other thing i was going to say about my mom and really my parents in general but you know i i really loved baseball as a kid and i love baseball now but i don't think i was really meant to play it yeah. Th- those are two different things you know i'm a fan of the game mm-hmm. but as a kid i i loved doing it for a while and then at some point i was just like yeah, i don't just want to keep thing. doing this yeah. you know Go on. and then i started to really get into music mm-hmm. and drumming <clears throat> But and so my parents knew that and they they saw that from a hundred miles away. They probably noticed it before I did. And so you know, like I've told the story before, my dad made a homemade drum set for me because they couldn't afford to get a full set for me, especially when they didn't know if I wanted to commit to it. Oh yeah, that shit's expensive too. But once my point being, once a kid finds a thing they're into, yeah, then you start seeing who they really are, and then you start seeing whether or not they actually have a work ethic because mm-hmm. you can't yeah. base it on something they're they're not into. You know, yeah. if, if you didn't want to do Kung Fu, you're not going to really push it as far as it can go. Yeah. But once you found drumming music, you're like, that's my thing. Exactly. I'm you, into you, this. Yeah, you find your outlet. Yep. So I, I loved it so much that I would get up at five in the morning and go to jazz <laughs> yeah. band pre-school, like before yeah. school started. Uh-huh. Me and Stefan and Crummit. you know, I loved it so much that we would do that. And then I'd have school all day and then have symphonic band, which was a class middle of the day. And then we do marching band like three days a week after school. So some days yeah, I'd pretty get damn busy. long days. I'd get to school at like six in the morning and not be done until, you know, five thirty at night, which for a kid is a lot, <laughs> but it, but it didn't feel like a lot. Yeah. Which I, mean, I love doing it so much. I, I don't think I ever missed one day Fuck yeah. of band, you know, but anyway, that's, uh, that's what good mamas and papas do for you. I think. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's awesome. I had uh, every available experience that was uh, set out for me. Like, you yep. know, working class parents. Not totally. Not totally there the oh, entire time, but, uh, you know, they really, uh, everything was available. And Here, here's I had the thing. The equipment I needed. I've heard someone talk about this. Whether your parents were the best parents they could be or not, they were doing the best they could. For sure. Yeah. That's period. Yeah. They were doing the best they could. Whatever that means, whether them individually or them as a marriage. And, you know, that that's all you can do. That's yeah, all you can exactly, do. Yeah. And that's tough enough. I mean, being married is hard enough. Raising kids is just such a tough thing, I would imagine. <laughs> Keeping that ship together. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I don't know, man. But I, your your parents were always so cool. Your mom was really sweet. Yeah, she's a very nice lady. lady. Yeah, and she, um, what, what does she do now? Uh, she was a diet tech, and she started... She was going to school. I want to say she started going to school when I was like in sixth, maybe fifth grade or something. Yeah, I and remember. Then she graduated, and then uh, she's been a diet tech ever since. Awesome. And that was that started like in '95. Or she always seemed really healthy. Yeah, she got it. You know, the whole yeah. healthy stuff, healthy right. kick that was out in the '90s and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any interesting mom stories that pop out? <laughs> Nothing Stand super out? entertaining. Not that I could really think of. I think one time at, we were at Target. <laughs> And they had like a, a little raised display for a bunch of bikes. Yeah. So was this the Hills so, Road Target? Yeah, yeah. It was like five feet up or something. And I think she was checking something out. I don't know like what she grabbed or anything, but the whole thing started to domino and fall. Oh, no. So there was like 10 or 11 bikes lined up on oh, this like five foot stand that started like no. fucking bikes just went flying everywhere. She's just trying to be a sweet mom and just fucks. <laughs> I don't know like what she was doing, like testing something out. But yeah. I just like kind of walked the other way. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Mom, 
You said an embarrassment. Yeah, I had to walk away from that one, but Jesus Christ. Dude, that's hilarious. That's awesome. I have a really funny story about my sister, Sarah. And by the yeah. way, I don't care about saying names because they're my family. How about oh, that? There you go. There you go. The old tribe over here. <laughs> yeah. A lot of you. There sure is. So, <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, my sister, Sarah, she doesn't fuck around. Like, she's one of the toughest moms i know but also one of the most like nurturing and loving yeah. it's like this weird balance somehow she's figured out her her kids are really absolutely delightful like you know some kids are just super fucking annoying and they have no like social skills and they're little buttheads yeah little buttheads yeah her kids were never that way nice. and it's because she really made it clear that like you're gonna embarrass yourself if you do that and that's what she would yeah, tell them that action yep kind of there's like one time my, my little niece, she just talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and just talked over people and wouldn't listen and it was bad. Yeah. It was kind of irritating. But she was a sweetheart, but she just didn't know. Yeah. And so Sarah said that to her. She goes, you are embarrassing yourself when you do that. You know? And it <laughs> made, it made her cry. Yeah. yeah. Like it made my niece cry, but then she stopped doing it because exactly. it's the truth. It's simply the truth. Well, tough love is great. Tough it's love. very honest. And it's very honest. You just don't know like how you interact with people. And, like, you just don't you know. know, especially when you're young. You just yeah. simply don't know. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. Awesome. So with that said, Sarah is strict. And so if her kids are acting a fool, she <laughs> stopped that shit immediately, right? Shut it down. Shut it down. So this, this one time, her and her little kids, and there were little kids at this point, like six, you know, like five, little, 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 little dudes. And... <laughs> And one of the, I forget the details of the story, but the point being they were acting up, they were being little shits and my sister like told them to stop or whatever. And I think my, my niece Lauren said out loud publicly, she goes, please mom, we don't need another beating <laughs> because Sarah would jokingly say, do you want a beating? That was always her thing. She yeah. never actually beat her kids, but she'd always say that. Yeah, and they, yeah. they, they'd laugh, like giggle, but then they would stop, you know? But so, so they took a joke yeah. and then said it out loud. <laughs> Please, mom, we don't need another beating. And Sarah's like, no, 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 no. It's just like, well, I'm just kidding. Like, it's a joke. Calming everyone down around her. Yeah. Isn't that fucking awesome? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Outside the house or something. That's one of my favorite I ones. I fucking love that. Um, one time, uh, I was a pretty wild kid and I used to like, just keep like throwing myself out of trees and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. a fucking just a manic little kid. Disaster. Yeah. So I always had like bruises and like fucking like face cuts and shit. Yeah. And, um, it got so bad that our, uh, pediatrician, is that what he called it? Like a mm -hmm. kid's doctor? He actually, yeah. uh, no, not the, we had the, the, um, I guess a school might've reported us or something. Oh no. So we had, uh, like, uh, I forget what they call those people, but they came to the house to check in like. Like, not social services, but, like, the school. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They came and checked in, and we had to have oh our fucking pediatrician God. vouch for us that we're, like, a good family and stuff. <laughs> but like, you little shit. Yeah, I was always showing up with, like, a fucking bruised face. Or yeah, oh, so they were like, what's going on at home? Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. Your mom's like, no, he's just a boy. <laughs> yeah. He's just an animal. Just out in the backyard for eight, eight hours a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. My dad would, like, he'd almost, he'd measure how much fun I would having by how many like bruises and like if i had skin knees oh like yeah. all my jeans are always ripped like legitimately ripped not yeah. because we were cool because <laughs> we were always sliding on our fucking knees and being boys you know yeah bb gun wars outside and yeah, that's so funny boys are quite a handful 
quite falling out of trees and shit (laughs) dude that's hilarious kids are weird man they lie they come up with crazy stories get their parents in trouble fucking well especially like a kid on a fucking little bike yeah you have like a good territory you can go over oh have we ever told you the story speaking that reminded me i was really little like maybe four little little guy and this was in southern california in san juan capistrano in orange county anyway i i had a tricycle and i apparently i went to go follow my sisters and so i just fucking cruised off (laughs) and i went to go follow them but i got lost and so i just kept riding (laughs) and my parents my mom was like flipping out like she couldn't find her little boy yeah so they like the whole neighborhood was looking for me no one could find me like hours went by yeah then she had to call the police. Oh, fuck. So now the police are looking for me. They had a helicopter, Andrew, looking for me. Holy fuck, that's serious. Yeah. It's like like a, legitimately trying to find me. Fucking Amber Alert. And I forgot where they found me. I think it was by a swimming pool or something. <laughs> something. Just stop, take a break. Yeah, so, yeah I was just chilling. <laughs> and the cops finally found me. And the, 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 the quote that my family always says to me, I went up to my parents and I was talking about the cops. Yeah. And I said, them guys got guns, them going to shoot me? And that's what I asked. And I said it just like that because a little kid. I didn't know how to talk. Them guys got guns, them going to shoot me? Question mark. Fucking hillbilly. Yeah, but a goddamn redneck. <laughs> them guys got guns, them going to shoot me? Oh. So my dad says that to me all the time. That's really funny. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, one time when I was a kid, we were in uh, my grandma's house and um, down in California. Anyways, I thought it would be funny if we like hid me and my cousin and I. So we hid in the van where they couldn't find us. And then they started like running around like worried and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, where the fuck are they? Whatever, whatever. And then they started getting Did like, you hear them? They, they, yeah. And oh. I, was like, I was like laughing, hiding behind yeah, like, you're blankets and stuff, like playing hide and oh, seek or some God. bullshit. But they got to the point where they're getting like the whole neighborhood out and they'd not be like, got fucking like kidnapped and shit. Oh, no. It never got too serious, luckily. Like they didn't get the cops involved or anything like that. But like, I think uh, they eventually just opened the van and fucking found us. Oh, were they like, you they don't were, fucking do you, that ever? Exactly. Yeah. Your dad let you have it, huh? And I had to black out the uh, whatever happened after that. Yeah, I'm got sure. A little ass kicking. A little spankadoo. Spankadoo. Of course, man. Much Spank- deserved. Spank-a-doo. Oh, for sure. But I think, uh, I think my mom is some of the only time she really, I mean, she's. They definitely spanked me as a kid. Not a lot, but I think that's okay, by the way. <laughs> I think so, too. A little bit, it right? It could be excessive, but I think... Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. There's a point, you know. But I think when you're, you're a little, little kid, hit. sometimes you got to get, like, a physical reminder, you know, like a, a trigger. Yeah. Like, let this sink in kind of thing. Consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I had tried to run across the street or something stupid. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I do fear that, like, parents are getting so loose with their kids you know if your kid's not a shithead and you could be loose like that that's excellent right more power to you but sure if your kid's a shithead <clears throat> yeah it is really weird the please, whole like nurture please. versus nature thing without being too direct they're they're well just brought um generally say there's some distant family members of mine um that both are adopted right okay. and one of the person that's adopted is as delightful as you can meet they're now they're adults the the best person ever like super rad person the other person same family same household Uh grew up same time then they were adopted as babies so it wasn't like you know they're adopted later in life same upbringing and that person is an absolute disaster just a shithead all day long untrustworthy little thug damn and it's like whoa what the fuck is that 
is that purely nature at that point? You would think so. Because that's not nurture. That's not, you know? It's just, yeah. I don't know. Path. It's genetics maybe or it's interesting. It's really interesting. Rock and roll. I know. And that's why uh, you do the best you can as a parent. Oh, I, oh, here's another good one. So Ashley's mom, <laughs> she she used to hide. Okay, let me read this. I didn't get sized. Oh, okay. So if Ashley and her brother, they wouldn't, if they didn't clean up their toys, like mm-hmm. toys that they just would lay it out and the mom kept asking them to clean it up, her mom would hide them and then she'd hide them all year long. And then she'd give them back to the kids as Christmas presents, <laughs> individually wrapped. That's a genius. Isn't that That's great? That's a good move. That is Ashley's mom to a T. That <laughs> defines everything about her. She's not fucking around, man. Dude, this... Oh, she's the best. God, that's awesome. Yeah, she's kind of like my sister. Like, super nurturing, but also... Don't fuck with me. Yeah, for sure. And don't fuck yourself you, over either. warned. Yeah, be... be uh... Fair warning. Okay, here's another one. Uh, Ashley's mom made... Ashley is a 12... 12- so they're on a trip in Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. Yeah. And Ashley's mom forced her 12-year-old daughter to dance in a cage against her will, literally, <laughs> at a club in Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> Ashley hates being the center of tension. Yeah. Let me put it this way. You know, some people do, like, surprise birthday parties for people. Yeah. Like that. If I did that for my wife, she would divorce me. I'm not kidding. I know that's how we're all laughing. No, no, no. She would turn around and leave. Life, we're done. Like, that is her worst fucking nightmare. So, and it's always, even when she was a little kid, she hates that shit. Like, it is not even really like a fear of public speaking. It's not that. She just hates, like, you know, singing happy birthday to her at a restaurant is her worst nightmare. That's, don't do it. I fucking hate that shit, too. Yeah, I do, too. Who likes that? You don't need extra attention. No. Uh, When I worked at Red Robin... They used to do that happy birthday yeah. song bullshit. And David and I worked there. Yeah. So every time we like caught wind of one of those happening, we would just book it out back. <laughs> and I got to the point where the manager was like, come on. Like, you, there's eight of us here on staff tonight. We need you. We can't so sing this song dumb. by ourselves. Fuck that shit. Ugh. I had to do that at the uh, Spaghetti Factory. Sing it. I just mouthed it. I don't even know the final words. Yeah. I mean, how embarrassing is that? Yeah, fucking Who likes that? I guess kids, but... I guess kids. Adults, it's fucking even more embarrassing. If you're a grown-up and you ask to have someone at Old Spaghetti Factory sing a fucking song to your like, 32-year-old wife... Or like a Mexican restaurant or something? What you, you doing, man? Yeah. You're a fucking asshole. I mean, to embarrass them, I kind of get that, but even... Even then. Even then. You're embarrassing yourself. You're both embarrassing yourself. Yep. Those are some mama stories for you. There you go. That's all I got. Dear mama. Dear mama. Moms are good. We love you out there, you know? Can we talk about the best mom out of the entire crew? Yeah, what do you got? Aaron's mom. Oh, my God. She was the sweetest. The sweetest? Angel. She was like the mom. So innocent. In Bob's Burgers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But she was just so nice about everything. Like. She wants Cookies. you to pull up a seat and like have yeah. a fresh cookie or anything. And she and she even looked like it. She looked yeah. like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> she was really short. 
and she was kind of like goofy. Oh, very. Oh, yeah, like her, really, like really she had, like, eccentric. Mom jokes all mom the time. Mom jokes, mom jeans. <laughs> Asia, Africa, hey. Australia. You're, you're up. up. <laughs> That's how you'd wake up. In the morning. That's how she'd wake Josh and Aaron up every morning. And that oh happened. I, I spent the night there. She woke us up that way. I always thought it was just a story. Oh, fucking I angel. actually witnessed it. One of the sweetest human beings possible. Oh, <laughs> this is a good one about her. About her. So Austin went on a road trip with Aaron's family once. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. And Aaron, Aaron's one of the funniest fucking people ever. Like yep. stand-up comedy funny. Yeah. Right? Legitimately fucking like, funny. In my formative years, that was my fucking he, Yeah, he was the funniest person the funniest I ever knew. Per- yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looked outside because they were driving in the car. And uh, jokingly, he said out loud to the whole car, because they were like in Montana or something. And he goes, we're in God's country. <laughs> And then Aaron's mom seriously turned back to the whole van and said, it's all God's country, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it's all God's country. <sighs> oh, bless your heart. Fuck, man. I'd pay anything to be in that van that day. <laughs> it's one of the best stories ever. Jokingly, this is God's country. Seriously, it's all God's country, Aaron. <laughs> oh. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Oh, man. You, you didn't go to church ever, did you? I stopped. I think the last time was like in sixth grade. Were your I parents believe. like Christian people? Yeah, they're Christian, but they never like, pushed. Like, we, I've only been like a handful of times in my culturally life. Culturally Christian. Kind of tried, but yeah. never stuck to. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. For me, really, when I stopped like going to church, not like believing, but stopped going, yeah. was... <laughs> When my youth pastor pulled me into his office and he asked me about my friends, like you guys. Yeah. And specifically Josh and Stefan, because they would come with me sometimes to church, like to the little youth group things, uh-huh. just cause, events and stuff. Because I made them. Um, so he kind of started to meet them and stuff. And anyway, he asked me, he's like, So how is, uh, how is that going? Are you, you know, talking about Jesus to them and are you witnessing to them? I was like, yeah, I've tried. You know, I've, I've talked to them. It's just, it's not for them. They didn't grow up that way. And yeah, it's just not, it's not for them. That kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, he, he basically told me, he's like, well, at some point you have to let your friends go if they don't, you know, if they don't walk the path. Jeez. And I just remember looking at him and I was like 13 or something. It was really 14, really young. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, bing, just yeah. a light went off my head. I was like, see ya. It's not black and white. You want to ditch my brothers? These guys are like my best, best friends. As close yeah. to me as my family, you know? And, and then years later, even cl- like we got even closer and closer. I couldn't imagine just ditching them because they didn't believe in the same stuff I did. Yeah. How crazy is that? It's too extreme. It's too extreme. It's too extreme. Yeah. I don't think it's black and white like that. No. I mean, and look, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I get why parents want to have some structure that way. You know, like or as like a kid, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, for I sure. I don't think it's for me and I don't think I'd raise my kids that way, but I get why people do it. Yeah. You know, like too, yeah. occasionally go to church, it teaches them wrong and right. Mm-hmm. And, well, whatever. Yeah. The 10 commandments and, you know, it's, it, it reminds them that there's a force above you and you should act accordingly. But I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know either. Just super respectful. I just burp in the microphone after that. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. We love you, moms. 
We do. We love you, mamas. Mamas make the worlds go round. Literally. Not literally. Well, Figuratively. They, they birth us. Speaking birth. of the world, and we're going to take a pee break in just a second here. I've been balls deep in space shit right now. I know. So let, me, let me fill you in. So I've been watching like tons of YouTube videos of the International Space Station. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's fucking nuts. I highly recommend it because it'll like go down a rabbit hole yeah, of documentaries. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was watching. Do you know who Chris Hadfield is? Yeah. He's like the most. Does he have the record for like the longest? Uh, that's space actually days. Scott Kelly. Oh, he yeah. did a year on the Rushed biggest up. nerd right now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's actually Scott Kelly. Chris Hadfield. Uh, yeah, Scott Kelly is the guy that spent a, a year on the International Space Station in zero gravity. Jeez. In uh, an environment. Not as wide as this room, God you know, damn. just a tube, uh, and it and it looks like like Intel. It's all, like super bright, and it's yeah. got that hum that we're hearing from the fridge, but like way just louder. A bunch of equipment going on, yeah, just on. equipment, and it's I mean it's a lab, space you know? food. It's not made to live, yeah, space food exactly. Everything's in a pouch, MREs and That's like you know. Jello for dessert, and they'll show you like how to take a sh- like how to um, brush your teeth in space. Yeah, and that alone is like a whole thing. Because I mean, everything's floating all the time, and then you never escape that. So, like, they'll come home, and the bottom of their feet, they lose their calluses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their skin doesn't touch any surfaces. I mean, imagine because you're just always floating. So you don't – you actually start changing as a species. Yeah, that makes sense. Start losing bone mass. Yeah, and muscle and stuff. And they're, they're so they're required to work out two and a half hours a day, and they do it, like, really crazy ways, you know, like – the treadmill, they have a, a vest that pulls them down. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy, man. But anyway, yeah, Chris Hadfield, he's the guy that did the uh, David Bowie Space Oddity yeah. cover. You remember that? Yeah, the yeah, video's pretty super awesome. Super cool. Yeah, and he uh, he's he's the, he's the coolest. He's got a ton of videos of when he was up there. And then I watched a documentary about the most recent rover that went up to Mars. So it's been up there for like five years now. Okay, yeah, the one. And it, yeah, so it's like the size of a car. It's not small. It's really yeah, big. Yeah, like the whole like boosting like platform yep. they had to like raise it down from was Yep, exactly. pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how they got that thing. That, yeah, it takes six months to get there. Yeah. Six months. I thought space. it took way longer. I mean, I well, it's like crazy. over a year, you know, altogether, I think. Yeah. I, maybe I'm wrong. That's what I thought. I, was, I thought it was six months each way. That's crazy. But think, that's, that's, but think about that. Fast. Dude, they're going... Spaceships go like 13,000 miles per hour. They orbit the Earth like 20 times a day. The, okay. what Chris Hadfield said it takes them less than nine minutes to get across the U.S. orbiting. Jesus. So that's how fast they're going. Yeah, it's flying. And it still takes them that long to get to Mars. That's how far away fucking Mars is. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> You're just flying. It's just so far. Anyway, yeah, this thing, it's, I mean, it's, it is incredible. It not only... Did they get it there? Mm-hmm. Successfully landed it on this planet, but now it's taking pictures. It has its own chemistry lab in itself, so it has nice. like a little drill that'll core out samples and then put it in this thing, and it'll start doing stuff like yeah. cooking it and other different things. I found some cool stuff. Too, yeah, right? yeah, like with the water and yeah, uh, river beds. Of water. Yeah, river beds, lake beds, and now they're like thinking that they're not even thinking. They're pretty positive that it was once almost earth-like like Mm -hmm. a a humid there's lakes and forests and god damn that's fucking crazy and this is the craziest thing it's really obvious and it and it's almost dumb that i have to bring it up 
but it's something I didn't even really process. Like I didn't really think about this until the other day. So someone was pointing out that, so they're looking, the whole point of that rover is to see if there's life on Mars. Yeah. Life meaning either a mammoth or tiny microscopic organisms that you can only see with a microscope, right? Somewhere in between that. Yeah, exactly. So if they find, say, say all they find is something that you can only see in a microscope. Anal warts. Anal warts, exactly. If they find some anal warts on Mars, we're all going to celebrate. <laughs> but either it's something that is not of our DNA. Yeah. Which means a what? Foreign. It's an alien. An octopus. An, octo- an alien octopus. So it's either going to be an alien life form, which is crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts if we find that. Or even crazier is if it is of our DNA, it does yeah. re- resemble human what the fuck does that mean? There'd, there'd be no reason, if, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why would there be anything on Mars that resembles us? And, and there, if that happens, then they're already NASA's already come up with like theories that either say a comet from Mars took life somehow to Earth, yeah, and then that sprung so like, like that was the Big Bang everyone talks like about. Or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or it's like the Battlestar Galactica. Do you know what that show is? Uh, I know of it. I've seen like maybe half an episode. I'm going to ruin the entire show for everyone. (laughs) Actually, I won't. Bears beats Battlestar Collective. Well, the point being that, you know, if the other theory is that like that was the original Earth, that that's our home planet. Way back when. started there. Yeah, way, way, way back when. Got some faded temples. Millions, 20 million years ago or whatever. Sidonia. Yeah, exactly. That's fucked, man. Anyway, that stuff is just wildly entertaining. And we are. I love that shit. And we think we're so like advanced, and we've got the internet, right? We got our iPhones. Yeah. We're there, bro. Nope. <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, the International Space Station is like going in a canoe in the ocean. It's so primitive. Yeah, when you see like the comparisons and stuff, and the size, and how it just keeps going outward and outward and oh, outward, yeah. and just like dwarfs our fucking yeah. solar system, keeps going. And they're learning more and more about how to exist in space, how to make people more comfortable up there. How to live there. That's what things are going to Yeah, in about. our lifetime, I think people will, will be a yeah. multi-planet species. People, yeah, I mean, everyone right? there says we will go to Mars in our lifetime. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's fucking awesome. I know. I'm so stoked. <laughs> I'm such a nerd for this shit. Because I'm jealous of people in the 60s. I'm so jealous that, that they went through that time in, in NASA where, like, the whole world, the whole country was, like, rooting for astronauts. And then they went to we got the first man in space and yeah. then we walked on the moon that was so wildly crazy Dude, there was no internet tv was still black and white bro you know how fucking nuts that would have been as a, like a little kid seeing that you're like oh my god what the fuck yeah it's pretty nuts i know so nuts you think we landed <laughs> oh dun, dun, dun. i don't know what i believe but <laughs> i believe it's a flat earth that's for sure Oh, that reptilians. Is, that shit is so insane. Oh, the flat earthers. Jesus Christ. Go fuck yourself. I always wonder, like, when you see, like, videos of the space station, like, what What do you think that is? Do you think that's all made up? Dude, it's in a Hollywood basement, it's man. It's in a Hollywood basement, bro. Somehow they figured out zero gravity technology and <laughs> the best film editors of all time. Gravity. Right, let's movie. go take a pee-pee break. Ah. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you.
Yeah. 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 We back. You heard that. Now I'm eating some peanut M&Ms. Not That's, peanut butter. Got some chocolate nuts in your mouth. People love when you eat on mic. That's a real cool thing to do. Yeah, I'm going to chew some gum. Nom, nom, chew nom, some nom. gum. Did you pee-pee? I, I did not. You like you don't pee-pee very often. No, I like to force it into my uh, ecosystem over here. I don't know what that means. I'll pour out my ass as a solid later on. I'll, I'll shit out my piss. <laughs> you got a very I prefer my body. <laughs> I prefer my urine poop. solidified. I prefer my urine poop. Yeah, I'll poop it out. Um, so you haven't seen Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. I never say it right. What is that? Uh, the one that BBC Josh show or something? About. Uh, no. It's like a downtown Hulu a- 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 or, or something. something like that. Hmm? Oh, Hulu. You know what it's about? Downtown AB? Abbey? No. What? No, not downtown, downtown Abbey. No, Handmaid's Tale. Do you D- know what that Doon, is? Doon Doon I could never say that show right either. <laughs> it's like downtown Laby that Lavia there's no some idea. names that, like I can't say right no matter how hard I drive drives ash nuts speaking of ash he's retired done Who? you know um ash versus the evil dead oh uh, Bruce yeah. Campbell really yeah he's done with that show it was nice. a good show too but you know he's old I only he's watched old, the though. first couple episodes it was funny you go back and check it out yeah it's good but I mean if the dude's old and doesn't want to do it i get it yeah and he he like had a long hiatus before that yeah it seems like it after army of darkness days doesn't he live in oregon that's what i hear i think he pops up around here he probably has like a summer home or something i mean if you do a show you're probably in la at that point right oh industries out there no so west coast for sure i I bet he always seemed like a rad dude Oh, hell yeah. He seems Dude, Army of Darkness is so fucking funny. Oh, God. I, I remember watching that when it came out when I was a kid. Yeah, just me too. Just loving the entire fucking thing. And then once it was over, just rewind just to watch rewind. it again. Yep. Yeah. Dave and I used to go rent it from Videoland. God, Videoland My sister so used good. to work. Yep. You know, it's a fucking furniture store now. <laughs> so sad. They're building a the McDonald's, like, right down the street. Yeah, right in, I saw in that. that. Coming this summer. Can't wait. <laughs> You meant what you just said, too. I love McDonald's. Dude, it's so good. Get an apple pie. Ooh. Woo! Fucking fries. Those fries are way too good. It makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, they're not, it's not real food at that point, right? Have you heard of um, people putting gummy worms or gummy bears on top of, uh, like, super hot fried french fries? No. That kind of melts. I hear it's really fucking good. The, the candy gummy bears? Yeah, like any kind of gummy. Whoa! Kind of melts, and then you get, like the sweet and sour. I've never heard of that. Sweet and bitter. Some whatever. stoner came up with that. Yeah, totally. I want to try it out, but I hear good things about it from Weird. a couple freaks. You know what I haven't had in a long time is a milkshake. Mother fucking milkshake. They're goddamn good. Oh my god! But you get like the real shit, like a real like a real one, kind of like diner place or oh. something. Like at Sherry's, where they'd give you, you get the milkshake in the glass thing. And then the tin, the extra yeah, they the, give the you. Excess. Man, I'd get so fucking mad if they didn't bring that tin. <laughs> These days, they'll throw, throw a fucking slice of cheesecake in that bitch. Woo! That's, yeah, you're right. You want to add a pie in there? God damn. <laughs> That's intense. A little, a little too extreme, guys. Yeah, a little too much. I like it, though. I like the effort. I like the effort. I don't need I like any more pies. Is McDonald's your favorite fast food? No, no, no. If I were going to go for, like, if I could want to spend some, if I want to splurge, I'm going to Burgerville. But yeah, I want to splurge. It's pretty dope. 
if I'm going to splurge past that. Say In and Out is not my favorite, but they're not up here for some stupid reason. Yeah, they have good burgers. Yeah, nothing crazy good. Though. It is weird how freaked out people get by stuff like that. Like they'll wait in line and. Remember when Krispy Keem? Uh, well, I can't talk. Krispy Kreme? Krispy Keem? Krispy Keem? <laughs> Them guns gonna. Them guns you. gonna cream you? Yeah, yeah, people wait in line for like what, like three hours for a fucking donut? Yeah, yeah, over that. Goddamn voodoo fuck? donut! What the hell are you doing with your what life? What are you doing? You're an adult. What you doing? They're good, but. I know the voodoo okay. donut thing needs to relax. It needs to relax. I'm not saying it needs to I guess stop. It's just tourists. It just the the brakes need to be pumped a bit. Just pump those voodoo donut brakes by now. Oh God, they're fucking and stupid. it's so oh, that whole area of town sucks now. I still dig. Uh, what's the bar there? Valentine's. I like that bar. It's a good bar. Yeah, no. it has a nice outdoor seating. Yeah, if I'm gonna go downtown, them and Shanghai. I mean, I guess it is nice down there. It's just I don't know. We're old, so it's just different. yeah. I don't go it's to different bars. Line, I rarely go to bars. Ever. But that whole like two block area was so fucking popping. Fucking Burbadis was the real deal, man. Burbadis. Oh, I mean, even before that, like you know, the Paris Bodies, Theater, man. Paris oh, yeah. Theater, Burbadis. It's back. Captain Ankeny's, Ash Street. Oh, Ankeny's! I forgot about that. place. Then Shanghai Tunnel. <laughs> I already forgot about that place. Like yeah, Ash Street's gone now. Crazy man. What was the bar right next to? What is gone? What's gone? Ash Street. Yeah, yeah. Saloon. Yeah. What is it going to be now? Probably something stupid. A boutique shop, perhaps. Is it going to be a bar still? I hope it's a bar, at least. I mean, it's set up to be one. Yeah, keep that really? place liquored. Huh. Did you, did you talk to Heather? Uh, Not since I, I played a show there, which yeah. is I was just curious what like she's going to go to. 2015. Right. Uh, probably working at another venue, hopefully. Another venue, yeah. Something. I don't know. Yeah, she, she was there forever. She was solid as fuck. It always sounded so goddamn good yeah. when she worked. Super good. She was consistent as it gets. Agreed. And like, in spite of how much like weed she'd smoke and she'd be drinking and shit, and she just always did her On job. The ball. Yeah. I mean, there might be a couple tears here and there, but she was. Yeah, she was definitely a handful of times. I but mean, I can't imagine the stress she went under. Yeah. Yeah, they they made her do everything. Book the shows, run the sound. She was they had dealing with shithead shit, bands, man. too. Every fucking day. That'll drive you crazy. Yeah. It really will. Yeah, and she was basically a vampire, too. I mean, <laughs> I remember her telling she, like, hadn't seen the day in, like, close to a decade. You know, she never, ever. Because, you know, she'd start a show at, well, like, and the Seven, Astros, Seven's, like, yeah, in. It's a yeah. late show there. Yeah. I mean, she'd get home at, like, four They have the big morning. bills. They didn't fucking pack it, too. Like, yeah. Six bands. I remember seeing Houston there. God, that'd be a good so show. good. Tore the fucking place down. Tore it down. I got a would you rather, Andrew. Ooh, uh, I can't wait. Okay. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard? <laughs> well, let me read that again. Every time I hear music? Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along any to any song you heard? So basically... <laughs> Every time a song came on, you either have yeah. to dance to it publicly, wherever you are, elevator, yeah, know, yeah, gotcha. yeah, whatever, or you're forced to sing along. I, I can't sing, so I'm not going to fucking sing. Yeah, I would, I'm, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm going to dance, dance, I'm going to shake my ass, I'm going to learn new dance moves. Well, just to not go crazy. That would be insane, though. You're in an elevator with a bunch of strangers, it's like a hospital dance. or something, this, this and you fuck, have to. This music, man. This is, yeah, this is my song. I'm like, what? 
guy's nuts, man. Nuts on life. What? How about you? Uh, I definitely do go dancing. Ooh, dance moves over here. I'll go dancing. Yeah. Dancing to the midnight. Would you rather live in a utopia as a normal person or in a dystopia, but you are the supreme ruler? Uh, I mean, the power would be cool, but I, that's like not no. like a thing I really am about. I agree. That one's dumb. Would you rather be forced to kill a kitten or kill a puppy? No way around that. That just sucks either way. I couldn't kill a fucking puppy or a kitten. I guess if I had to kill one of them, it would be a cat. They're kind of cunts to begin with. They're cunts. I prefer, I'm a cat guy, but they are cunts. Uh, You're right. I'm kind of a cat guy. Kind of what I like about it. I'm mostly a cat guy. Yeah. I, I want to get a dog really bad, though. Me too. Actually, nature and shit. Oh, damn. They're the best. What kind of dog would you get? Um... A little shithead. A little shithead? Yeah, I want a little mutt. Same here, too. Shit. I like the, the the misfit animals. Yeah. I want, like, a three-legged dog. Or one that doesn't have a, an ear or something. <laughs> an Alice in Chains kind of yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah. I like the ones that need a little extra love. Oh, yeah. They, they appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get why people, like, go get a pure Brit. Like, they want a, a specific thing, and they go get that thing. Yeah. I get that. I get it. But just... You want not... the discount puppy. Yeah, I want, I want a... Yeah, I don't know. There's just so many dogs that need rescuing, too, right? Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, so many out there. But, I don't know, it's easier for me to say. If I had, you know, a couple of toddlers running around, I wouldn't want a risk dog in my house. A surprise. But you never know. Dogs can go nuts, even when you think they're the best. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd ever want a pit bull. I don't know enough about them, but yeah. I think a lot of it is just how they're raised. Or Gino's dog is part pit bull, or mostly yeah. pit bull, right? Sweetheart. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He's so much bigger now. Oh, fucking ruthless. Dude, it's sometimes scary. His fucking head's a fucking fire hydrant. Yeah, you you like, you know, knock on the door and he shows up. <laughs> I mean, he's sweet, but if he wanted to, you could rip your fucking no, throat apart. he's strong. Oh, my God. Yeah, that dog. That dog, yeah, he's chilling out. He's a fucking good dog now. Yeah, that's good. Good eight dog. Yeah, he was real. The puppy years were fuck. Yeah. yeah, he was a little. Well, just like they're powerful as fuck, and then yeah. still a puppy. So yeah, that's right. He's like sliding across the fucking living oh room. Oh god, like, he's like a cougar, but a baby. So he didn't even know. Yeah, he's starting to chill out. Yeah, he's a fuck. He's a great that. dog now. Great. Uh, I have a movie pick of the week, Andrew. Ooh, it's been a while. It's been it's been a while since I last picked a movie. It's been a while. What's the name of that band? Stained. Hey, let's name our band Stained. Hey, man. Shit drives me nuts. That band sucked, by the way. I liked the first single when I was a like, 14-year-old. but Which one was that? The one with like the odd bass note. Like three notes or something. I, don't, I haven't heard it since back then. Look that shit up. I'll get back to my movie pick. Because I only remember that song. Was, so, well, It's Been a While was just an acoustic one, right? For the yeah, most part. I think so. And I think he even sang it with Fred Durst, which was equally, or it compounded how bad it got. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the song you're talking about? I do first album. <laughs> yeah, just your first single. They were like, Late nineties, right? Early two thousand. I think, yeah. Tormented. Whoa, ninety six, really? So far 
Holy shit. Huh. Country boy. Spinner web. I mean, when I say liked. I know what you mean. It's like, I liked the first Creed album. I love re-listening to that. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. So bad. I love it. One. One. Oh, one. one. The only way is one. Learn to love each other. Oh, man. (laughs) What was he doing? He basically took like the Eddie Vedder thing, yeah, that Randy's goat singing, and then just made it even <laughs> goat more. Singing. God damn it! Mud shovel, is this it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it, it I this remember one. this. Yeah, <laughs> that fucking voice. Yeah, it's pretty bad. He had that eyebrow piercing. Yeah. Real cool dude. Real cool dude. I almost got a, my eyebrow pierced. Yeah. I'm glad I did not. I know. Oh, harmonics. Oh, man. Eh, not the worst, but yeah. not, not cool. No, I though. get it. I get it. Wait, Wait I want to hear the verse. Before they got shitty, I guess, or like mainstream. Yeah, okay. I remember. It's a stupid voice. Real stupid. We gotta hear the rest of the chorus. Yeah, we do. Come on, babe. Come on, babe. And it's oh. like, I like his posture, too, all the time. It was like... Yeah. He was like falling into himself. Oh, God. So tortured. He's so sensitive. Yeah, like, going through with, like, withdrawals or something. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In my pain. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks a lot. God, being 14 is stupid. Yeah, you like some dumb shit when you're 14, you know? Yeah. Some really dumb shit. Like new metal stuff. Hey, speaking of dumb shit, but I actually still like it, that song Hunger Strike... You know, I don't mind stealing bread from miles of decadence. Yeah. I still like that. Yeah, I love that song. Go hungry. Well, I just saw a video the other day, like yesterday, of uh, Audio Slave playing that song with Chris Cornell yeah. and uh, Chester Bennington from Linkin Park. Corpse. Coast, like singing with him. Yeah. And then it occurred to me that they, like they're both standing next to each other. And at one point, they put like their arms around each other. Yeah. And they were both fucking dead now. Yeah. Both that, of those guys died little, the same way. That sucks. That fucking sucks. I know. It was a little ominous. It's like, oh my God. Well, yeah, they were best friends, right? Yeah. Or they, they were re- they really close. They were really close. And then Chester killed himself on Chris Cornell's birthday. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wozers. Just, just uh, one step closer to the edge. Really? I didn't it. know that. So he was like, Following him in his footsteps, huh? I don't know. That's uh, fucking, or just a day. Either way, however, however you cut it, it's fucking unfortunate. Big time, poor dude. Big a time, big a time. Yeah, back to the movie pick of the week. Seven months ago. Okay, let me get back to my thing. <laughs> Maybe me <my> notes. <laughs> He's got it open. Okay. Uh, 
Andrew, if you don't mind pulling this movie up so we can watch the trailer. I saw this fucked up movie called The Killing of a Sacred Deer that I highly recommend. Um, really, really fucking bizarre. It's like a newer movie? 2017? Uh, 2017. Yeah, the director, he's done a bunch of cool shit. You ever seen the movie The Lobster? No. Nope. It was also very strange. Stefan likes that movie. Jorgis Landimos. Yeah, not a pronounceable name. Get a better yeah, name. Landimos. Uh, yeah, Colin Farrell, Nicole Kidman, really fucked up. This kid, this little, this boy, like starts fucking with the family, and it's so intense, like psychological thriller. I guess is how I would describe it. Yeah, play that shit, dog. That's the one. It's the only thing I can think of as close to justice. So they can put it out, out, out. Yeah, super intense. Uh, quite the build-up. Yeah. It just won't ruin anything, but they, they, they can't move their legs for some reason. They can't stand up, and they don't know why. And then it keeps happening to everyone. It's fun. Dun, dun, dun. Like that, yeah, it's my kind of flick. Super oh, fucked up. Do you have of... any current events, Andrew? Hey, let's move on to current events. Let's do it. Speaking of movies, how about we got Jordan Peele's new uh, oh. te- well, not teaser, but he released a poster. Oh my god, that's right. New... Ashley showed me this last night. His new movie. For those Us. who don't know, Jordan Peele's the guy who directed Get Out, one oh. of the best movies of the era. It's called Us. Called us. Woo-hoo. So this is the poster, which Fuck yeah. listeners can't see, but it's a uh, looks good. Yeah, pretty awesome looking. Sweet. But I guess it's it's, it's a. Let me try and find the paragraph where it kind of. Well, there's a description on the poster, the top. I oh, think was there? on the sentence up top. Yeah. A new nightmare from the Mind Academy Award winner. There it is. A new nightmare. So one would assume it's in the same vein. Poster doesn't give away much. No. And so far, the director has been mum about the plot. Mm. script. Oh, so he wrote it again. Good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, it's got um. Elizabeth Moss. She was in Mad Men. She was also in The Handmaiden Tale. Cool. Fuck yeah! Can't wait for that. Yeah, it looks awesome. How would you pronounce that other girl's name? Lupita Nyong. Go ahead and pronounce that, Andrew. Give that a Lupita try. Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Is that an African name? Nyong'o. That's uh, something colored. Hey, how about those languages where they click? Like, Nyong'o. What year? Like, some, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like African trends? Like, yeah, they get old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of tone-based. Weird, man. Yeah, rhythmic. That makes kind of, it makes oh, sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Clickety clackety. <laughs> uh, what was that movie? Uh, District Nine. Those uh, what do they call them? Uh, prawns. Prawns. Yeah. Pr- prunes. Prawns. Uh, fucking prawns. Fucking fucking prawns. They did a clickety clackety. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, they did. Oh, I love that movie. Me too. That was a good movie. I hope they like uh, do like a they revisit that, that kind of scenario in that world. No. Me too. District sixty nine. Was so good. Where all the aliens are fucking each other, 69. It's nonstop. District 69. That'd be so <laughs> stupid. 
Anytime this podcast gets serious, we're talking about space and their parents. You ever watch the, uh, what do they call those? The, you know, they have like the Seinfeld porno. What? And then they have a Simpsons porno. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. You ever watch those? I They're sure haven't, hilarious. but I know what you mean. I have a couple downloaded. They're fucking hilarious. Do you? Yeah, I have a large hard drive. That's pretty neat. Hard drive. Neat right, stuff. Next up. Cool uh, stuff. Speaking of movies, mm. <laughs> we got Keanu Reeves and the uh, other dude, Alex, Alex Winter. Winter. Detail. New Bill and Ted movie. Yes. Finally. <laughs> so they back middle-aged. Yeah, I hope it doesn't suck. It's going to. But probably in a good way, you know what I mean? Yeah, at least it'll be like fucking hilarious. And those movies are. Uh, it depends on like what they're fucking in, what director. Because they're like fifty now. Yeah, and I don't think the other guy looks too good. Right. Yeah, like he, uh, no, he sure doesn't. He looks kind of weird, maybe. Um, go go down a little bit and see. If they say anything about it. Mm. Quote: We wouldn't. We couldn't be more excited to get the whole band back together again. Reese and Winter said. Chris and Ed wrote an amazing script, and with Dean at the helm, we've got a dream team. Yeah. Yeah, at least they're stoked to do it. Awesome. Wild Stallions! Dude, have you watched Bogus Journey recently? I, not in like a couple years, but I, I mean, yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of out there. It's the second there. one? Yeah. Dude, it's so crazy. I kind of like it. <laughs> Isn't uh, they have, like, that George one. Carlin in it? Yeah, he's in both of them, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess he, he is. in the first one. That's true. As well. All right. But yeah, it's kind of dark and it's kind of weird. That's one where they go back and like uh, the princesses and shit. The first one. That's the first one. Yeah, they go back. Oh. And, uh, well, what's the, the second one then? The second one is like they're like in hell or something. Oh yeah, it does get really dark. Yeah, they have like yeah, that. it's like the Satan guy with a white face. Yeah, exactly. The, you see the, the Reaper hanging out with the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why the fuck are they hanging out with the Grim Reaper? I don't remember that. I, don't know, I need to re- rewatch it, but I remember it getting pretty weird. They got this like. Really have evolved character with them that right. can like morph and Hawaii, man. What the fuck's going on? We got an explosion at yeah, dude. Kalaui. I don't break for Hawaiians. Kalaui. <laughs> Small explosion at Kalaui. Maybe the first of many. Here's why. I don't know why, but uh, plume of ash. So what happened? And I don't know the timeline, but I guess they're having like a couple series of like little earthquakes and then they had like one that was like five nine and then another one that was like six nine or something so that's pretty fucking big right so the earthquakes which one triggered which the lava maybe like when a volcano erupts that is also an earthquake kind of thing i have no idea i mean it has to but be those videos were very nuts. related right you're playing earlier that shit is crazy, man. That car catches on fire. Yeah, it kind of engulfs that fucking car. Oh, my that God. Lava flow going. I mean, it's a fucking volcano. Dude, that Jesus is terrifying. Christ. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I understand why people live in Hawaii. It's paradise. But do you need to live on the base of a volcano? Yeah, it's just all these damn liberals calling, causing this shit. Goddamn liberals. But yeah, I guess they're saying like acid rain or something's going to start happening. Um, Fuck. Why? Yeah, let's find out. From... Hawaii could face volcanic volcanic smog, acid, and rain. Acid rain. And blast projectiles. Oh, Jesus Christ. After surviving earthquakes and molten lava, residents of Hawaii's Big Island <clears throat> now have new threats to worry about. Steam-driven explosions, oh. hazardous volcanic smog, and acid rain. Likely to 
lead to Shut the fuck substantial up. renewed oh, tensions between the United States and Iran. Not to mention uh, Iran. U.S. relations. Where's that noise coming from? Oh, it's coming. Europeans won't be renewing theirs. Bye. Oh. Bye. Bye. Those forces would emit Crazy. ballistic projectiles as small as pebbles or weighing up to several tons. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. That's like a car. <laughs> yeah. Like oh. an SUV or something. So basically the ash clouds will then produce acid rain. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. That sucks. Is that, is that on the main island of Hawaii? Uh, I hear it's... What's, it is the big island. I don't know. Uh, what, okay. I don't, I don't know. know enough about where. Yeah, same here. Kalalia. Oh, crazy, man. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking Hawaii. Goddamn volcano, man. Yeah, have you ever it's heard... pretty wild. Like, some of the accounts of, like, Mount St. Helens and stuff. People who were there. And it's so scary. Dude, there's that video. Watches Hawaii flow... What does that say? Watches uh, something about... Consumes the car? Consumes the car, yeah. Watches Hawaii Lava Flow Consumes Car. Oh, it's a baby. Oh, it's a baby. Fucking commercials. Oh, she gave birth. I don't know what I would do. Ronda Rousey gave birth. (laughs) That does look like Ronda Rousey. She's uh, she's in the fucking uh, WWE now. Yep. Killing it. Killing the game. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Ronda. But could you imagine if you were just out hiking with your buddies and you see a big stream of lava coming your way? It's just fire in general. What do you do? Yeah, fire in general. Fucking our homeboy Johnny got caught in that uh, at Eagle Creek. He got caught in the uh, fire. Really? Yeah, he had to stay like all night. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. On the side of, yeah, yes. on the side of a mountain. They had the uh, oh, airdrop instructions and like food and shit. Right. That's right. I forgot about that. Should have him on talk about that. Yeah, what a crazy story. Yeah, poor guy. Taking over the road. That is why officials want ah. to stay away. That is their big. Jesus, man. <laughs> Just rolls across that's the street. That's natural. No way to get in front of it and make it uh, not go the way that it is going. On top of it, it's a hellscape. Gases, yeah. A whip of it. When it hits you, it takes your breath away. They're deadly. That is the largest reason why they've created a larger perimeter Jesus. around these areas. But to get a better so idea crazy. Of what it looks like, not only is volcano, not only is lava spewing everywhere, but it's triggering quakes too. Like, so terrible. Yeah, it's all tied in, right? Right. Jeez. Yeah, like Northcote was saying, some of them are like million dollar homes. Oh, I bet. Didn't have insurance. That's fucked, man. Well, Godspeed to you Hawaiians out there. What is that? This is a new thing. Uh, it is Google Duplex. Mm. The terrifying future of AI voice chats is here, and it may change phone calls forever. Oh, my God. I don't know what exactly what this is, but we'll find out. To make you a healthcare appointment. So what you're going to hear is the Google Assistant actually calling a real salon to schedule the appointment for you. Hello, how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a women's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a real call you just heard. The amazing thing is the assistant can actually understand the nuances of conversation. 
We've been working on this technology for many years. It's called Google Duplex. It brings together all our investments over the years in natural language understanding, deep learning, text-to-speech. It's like a better sounding AI, like a, yeah, you know, a better uh, Siri. Alexa and shit. Right. Yeah. But, so, but it's like self-aware because it said, just hold on a minute. And she goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Creepy. You know there's a Google location, Google campus in the Dalles here in Oregon? But the Dalles. In the Dalles. That's a ridiculous name for a city. So, uh, I don't know, some dudes hanging out. Got like a, a whole tech campus out there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that until today. Why all the way out there? I just I know. Or it must be. A little Cook getaway river. that he could work out. I know. Like, that's a long drive for people. Unless you live in Maybe the there's dowels. like a cheap-ass airport or some shit. I don't know. Maybe. What does he got, The homie? Dowels. The Dowels. So that you you seen that childish Gambino's new video? I did. I saw it one time. This is America. God, it's fucking awesome. It's pretty cool. Pretty layered. A lot of cool pretty stuff. Layered. A lot of action going on. Yeah. Big fan. I'm glad he could uh, do something. He's good. He's so talented. Like Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, he, he does stand up. Stand up. He's had a stand-up. really good actor. Yeah. We watched hilarious. the movie The Martian recently. He was in that. I forgot he was yeah. in that. He plays like the, that nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, he also does um, music. Yeah, of course, music. Well, yeah. Um, so he does something else in those three. Well, he, uh, like Atlanta, that show is like. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I think he like directs it. Huge yeah. show, massive. That's right, massive hit. And he was on. Uh, um, what's that fucking college show? Community. Community. Yeah, that's fucking really funny. Like, I don't know, man. That was a good show. Yeah, he's just, that's a lot of success for one young guy. Just killing it. I know. It's, I mean, it's crazy. People like that really blow my mind. Yeah, just fucking went for it. He's glad he's succeeding. Yep. Good to see. Yeah, that's a very provocative video for those who, what's the name of the song? This is America. This is America. Yeah, very provocative and... Um, makes you a little uncomfortable, I'd say. Poignant. All right. Ow. North Korea frees three U.S. detainees Whoa. ahead of Trump's, Trump summit. Oh, look at that guy in the middle. So bummed. Ugh. He just misses his wife. Jesus Louise. It is viewed as a goodwill gesture ahead of a historic summit between Mr. Trump and North Korea's Kim Jong-un. Whoa. I wonder where that's happening. Huh. Tr- well, that's good. Yeah, something things, good's I, happening. Yeah, I guess Trump things era. are happening, right? Directly related. I heard. Um, I heard a really sort of complicated but different view on on North Korea and South Korea. And, you know how they're yeah demilitarized in that area. That like it it could be really dangerous. You know because I don't know. I, I'm not even going to try to explain it, but. Essentially, it could start another Korean War, like like there was back in the day. It's very complicated. It's super. Co- yeah. It's not as easy. It's just like, oh, they're getting along now, because that obviously doesn't really happen. I don't know, man. We'll see. But the fact that you know, good things like those people being released are happening. That that's good. Yeah, I mean, 
North Korea is a tiny, tiny country. They're tiny. Yeah. Would you say the uh, Asians are the most stubborn people? Like as a whole, Andrew? <laughs> what, what do you? What do you... I don't know. They have the faces made for it. <laughs> All right, Dr. Dre <laughs> loses trademark battle to gyne- gynecologist Dr. Dre. Uh, uh, I was just, I was just appalled. I was just appalled how someone would think that I wanted to be them and actually went to medical school. Field. Wait, oh, someone say say it again. Dr. Dre loses <laughs> trademark battle to what is that? Gyne- gynecologist. Gynecologist. Gyneco- Dr. Dre. <laughs> Spelled D R A I. What? (laughs) Here it is. Whoa. Try to trademark the name Dr. Dre in 2015. Okay. His intention was to use the brand for audiobooks and seminars. Okay. Dr. Dre made the case that the similarity could cause confusion. Sure. Of course. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. The ruling stated Dr. Dre failed to show that people <gasps> would be misled into buying Dr. Dre's products. Oh my god. Dry. The little fucker won. He's a grown man that looks at women's vaginas all day. He sure does. Is there something weird about that to you? It's a job. Someone Men that are gynecologists? I guess being a male, yeah. It's a little weird. Huh. Sprite eye. That is very strange. Yeah, that was... Dr. Dre is the man. He's done a lot of good shit. So tomorrow night, we got a 15-year anniversary of Let Go. Whoa. We'll be playing the Wonder Ballroom. Well, not a surf. That's tomorrow? That is tomorrow. Are you going? I want to. I wonder how much tickets are. Wow, I wonder if I can try to get in. Wonder Ballroom, babe. Boop, boop. Bebe, bebe. Um... The dude I like totally knew that worked there doesn't work there anymore, but I still might. 22 to 25. That ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. Ugh. So uh, do you think they're going to play the whole record? Yeah, I think they're doing it front to back. 15 years since Let Go? Yes. That oh, was my two, God. 2003, I'm right? so old. I still think of that as the new record. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I don't really, but. Oh, fuck it. I'm so going to have a party. Ah, fuck yeah. Fruit Flies? Fruit Flies is so fuck. good. All that shit is so good. That, the weird French song. Transsexual bass player? Yep. No, isn't he like... The, the rumor in high school is always it was like Hermaphrodite or something. <laughs> I heard that that's, yeah, by the way, not the, true at all. China clit. Yeah, yeah he does... Um, he, he looks normal. I mean, just fucking around. Yeah, he's, he's a rad bass player, though. Really weird. Like that weathered face, like that road dog face. The guy that's been on the road forever. <laughs> yeah. It's had a cigarette in his mouth permanently. <laughs> the balls of the band, uh, if you will. Yeah. Oh, it's all just leather face, man. Lots of wine, lots of arguments. Not a surface cool, man. The fact that those three guys have been in that band that long. And they never, like, really got humongous. You know? Yeah, just got to a comfortable place. Got a place where they can make a decent living. Yeah. So I hear though, when in Europe they're actually quite big, they play like more theaters and nice, and especially during that time. Like when they went to France, they were huge in in, in France, humongous. So that was cool. 
I'd love to That's go. a good career. Tomorrow night, I should probably do it. Yeah, dude. But I'll yeah, see if I can go Let too. Go is a fucking great record. Yeah, for I think those my who favorite might be the one before that proximity effect. That one it was a time, yeah. and place, time and place for me. I don't know which. I think if I year. had to choose, I'd go Let Go. But that, yeah, I don't know. That is like a time and place record for yeah. sure. Takes me back to my junior year. The uh, what's that one song? Is it Eighty Windows? Am I saying that right? Yep. Yeah, that song is super good. Yeah, that's great, great record. Yeah, there was always a fun show too. They're so fucking positive. And oh yeah, cool. um, always love always that single. Love. Like, it's like I know. I want, yeah, I mean it, it's a tight walk to be like positive and good. Yep. But when you have a good message and you pull it off, it's like oh more power. And when to Let you. Go came out, like that was like right after nine eleven era kind yeah. of. Yeah. And that things like were really 2002, fucked. 2003. A lot of fear. How to going into Iraq and stuff. Yep. A lot of intense, like weird patriotism that didn't really help anyone. I don't know. You know like it's a super strange time. Yeah. So to have people come out with records like that was very helpful. It was awesome. Um, what else was something I want to talk? There's something going on. Oh, I don't know if I have you listened to the new Quicksand stuff. Uh, yes. Do you like it? I love that record actually. Yeah, it's grown on me too. It's um different change of pace. Yep. Less heavy and just like kind of more like a kind of sounds like Alan Epley on there. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I kind of felt like he phoned it in a little bit, the vocals, but uh-huh. I don't think so anymore. It's kind of different. Yeah, I think he's just in different his style. Forties. It's different. Sings different a little bit. Yeah, that was one of my it was tasteful, favorite. though. It was really well written. Really good. Yeah. Big fan. Yes. So Quicksand and Glassjaw. I need to get tickets to that show as well. Yeah. When is that? Summertime. I don't know Summertime when. blues, brother. Oh, I was. I tried to get us into Crystalia, but I failed. I waited too long, and there were there was like two tickets way in the fucking back by the bathroom. So I figured oh, shit. that yeah, wasn't man. worth it. Yeah, July 14th for that Quicksand Glass Jaw show at the Roseland. Hell yeah, dog. You playing any shows coming up? Playing uh, Eugene uh, this Saturday. Oh, nice. Where? Old Nichols or some shit like that. I don't know. Nice. I haven't. I'm so out of the scene. I don't know. Yeah, there's no like places anymore. two decent venues. Do you ever there play the Black Forest? Down yes. There? Yeah. Is that still around? Yeah. Really? I believe so. The last time I was there, it was. Uh, but yeah, so... they always had bands. What are we on the little cockadoo? Little cockadoo is one thirty-seven. Mm. We we came and we conquered, bro. Oh, we there did we go. it. Not bad for a Wednesday. Well, happy Mother's Day to all your mamas out there. I love you. All your mamas. I love it. Sunday the thirteenth. You be nice to your mom out there. You go hug and kiss her. Show some goddamn respect. That's right. Show some motherfucking respect. Mama didn't raise no bitch. That's right, boy. Come on, boy. Boy, you cool. say hi to your mama for me. Go on, tell your mama I say hi for you. Go, go on, tell, go ahead and tell your mama hi. Go on, bring a baked potato, tell Bring your mama a bouquet of roses and tell your mom you love her. Be a good boy. Bring some good pudding. Bring some pudding. You bring the pudding pops. Make sure you be nice to your mom on Sunday. She raised your right. And just go ahead and bring over an ice, ice cold Coors Light. Bring your Coors Light over. Bring the banquet beer. The banquet of beer. Have, sit down and have a nice cold one with your mother. Crack open the beer. Drink a beer with your mama. 
banquet there. See where it goes. It could get a little weird. Just the point is to say hi to your mama. <laughs> I'm literally falling over. <laughs> Fucking falling over to Ganhill over here. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Dancing. Dancing, Hanson. It's got a midriff. Let's get the fuck out of here, Andrew. Yeah, I gotta piss really, really bad. Do you? Yeah. Just go, bro. Hurt my kidneys. Thank you for checking out the podcast. We love you. We adore you. Andrew's literally getting up to go pee. He can't hold it. I think once he said it out loud, he had to do it. Now I'm by myself. Andrew! Andrew, I can hear you! All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you for checking out the show. We love you very much. Happy Mother's Day to all your mothers. Make sure you download, um, subscribe so it'll automatically download, and please rate and review. It means everything to us. And we'll see you next week, right, Drew? Cheers. Bye! Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.